how can good people help save the world? By reprogramming, botanicals, or, I don't know, combination of the two. Let's talk about that. Instead of focusing on winning arguments, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and marketing and how we can use them to win in the world of politics, teaching you how to meet people where they're at on the issues they care about. Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show. Well, hey there, folks. Brian Nichols here on The Brian Nichols Show, and thank you for joining us on, of course, another fun-filled episode. I am, as always, your humble host, joining you live from our BNC studios here in lovely, lovely eastern Indiana, folks. The recession, it's right around the corner. You feel it, I feel it, your customers are feeling it. So if you have not revamped your sales and marketing strategies, uh, be, be careful because you're going to be left in the dust. And if you don't want that to happen, well, give me a shout. I'm more than happy to help. BrianNicholsConsulting.com. Email me, Brian at BrianNicholsConsulting.com. So let's go to today's episode. And this sticks in the theme of we've talked about many a time here on the show in recent weeks, the idea of good people bringing good solutions to the table to help change the world. And one of our members of our Good People Network is joining me here on the show today which, by the way, if you are a member of the Good People Network, that is one of the perks you get is the chance to share your solutions with the world and more particularly the Brian Nichols Show audience. Joining us here on the show, Michael Pickens. Welcome to the Brian Nichols Show. Hey, thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be on. Excited to have you on, Michael, because you're doing a lot of amazing things, helping not just change the way we talk about issues, but also with the solutions that you're bringing to the table, specifically in the world of botanicals. But before we get there, do us a favor, introduce yourself here to the Brian Nichols Show audience. Yes, so I am the CEO of a holistic CBD manufacturing company located on the Washington coast, and I'm also a certified hypnotherapist. And I just released a mini course on uh, reprogramming your subconscious mind for success and freedom that I am really excited about talking to. Absolutely looking forward to digging into that today. Um, and, And thank you, by the way, for being a member of our Good People Network. I love seeing the good things that we are promoting here in that group. And I love to promote that here from your perspective to the audience today. And let's start things off, I guess, with uh, where I was more familiar with you. And that was your role at uh, Pat Crest Botanicals. So with uh, regards to what you're bringing to the table in that solution right now, I, I know one of the things, you know, from my perspective, I found myself using alcohol to try to solve my various issues. And I realized it was just destroying my body. And then I found the world of hemp, CBD, Delta 8, 9, 10, whatever it may be, and felt the direct impact of feeling better. Now, truth be told, I've gone completely sober over the past uh, few months here with the birth of my daughter. So with that being said, I still see though what you are bringing to the table as an absolutely important and truly like transformative solution to a lot of the problems that folks like me faced. So do us a favor, give a little context in terms of the great work you're doing over there. Yeah. So as a holistic uh, botanical CBD company, we only use organic ingredients when we're manufacturing our products that are pesticide free, you know, mycotoxin free, heavy metal free. We've got to make sure it's as clean as possible. Um, and then let's talk about, you know, alcohol, right? So a lot of people use alcohol to relieve stress, even though come to find out it doesn't actually do that. It'll add more stress. It'll make you lethargic. You'll have less energy. Now, the benefits of instead replacing alcohol with CBD products is that CBD has been scientifically proven to reduce cortisol secretion in the brain. And cortisol is the kind of like stress hormone that gets released 
and it causes that stress feeling and the anxiety feeling, and it, it's very detrimental to your health. So CBD has been proven, which is why some people use it for anxiety and stress relief and for relaxation, because it will slow down that cortisol release in the brain. So... Yeah, that definitely impacts a lot of us out there who suffer from the daily stresses of life. Um, I know I was using it to help with the stresses of life and also to mask the uh, different sports injuries I'd accumulated over the years. So to be able to find a solution for my problem in this case, it was trying to deal with the uh, the stresses of life, but also to deal with the physical ailments. Yeah, it is. It's important for us to to promote these solutions and these uh, different ways of doing things. So thank you for doing that. Uh, it I know from my perspective, it really made the world a difference. And I know for other people out there, it does as well. But uh, let's kind of go sure. towards something that you're doing right now. And I really want to focus on this because you mentioned it earlier that the means of subconsciously reprogramming our brains towards success. Now, we just had Andrew Thorpe King here on the show on Wednesday's episode. So folks, if you missed that, I'll make sure I include that in the show notes. And we were talking about embracing failure and actually how failure Mm -hmm. helps us learn moving forward what things to avoid, how we can shed the worst things we used to do from the past and rebirth like a phoenix. And uh, it sounds like maybe there's a little bit of a synergy between that episode and what you're bringing here to the table today in terms of reprogramming our brains. So talk to us about that. Yeah. So I love talking about failure. You know, fail itself is an acronym, first attempt in learning, right? <laughs> There's a, a book by Joshua Kaufman called The First 20 Hours, and it's it's all about rapid skill acquisition. And part of the process of acquiring new skills is failing first yes. and failing faster. And the faster you fail, uh, it, it's strange, but the sooner you'll become successful and the faster you're going to become successful. Now, in the context of subconscious reprogramming, let's say alcohol, we can use that since we're using that as an example earlier, Um, alcohol, you know, causes a decreased amount of energy, increased lethargy, right? You're, You're slower, your brain reacts slower, you know, you're not as excited or enthusiastic. So you want to stop drinking alcohol, you can use subconscious reprogramming to change your core beliefs in your mind as not someone who drinks a beer after work, as someone who only drinks liquids that are beneficial to your body, right? And that core belief, switching it over, is what's going to get it to where you stop drinking alcohol, something that's detrimental to your body. And this is something that I did. I used the subconscious reprogramming techniques that I teach in my mini course to reprogram my subconscious mind and changing the core beliefs that I have about myself and my relationship with alcohol. And now you can actually do this with pretty much anything in your life. If you're in sales, right? You can reprogram your subconscious mind to believe that you're a good salesperson, to believe that even if someone says no to you, you're moving on the right path and that you continue on with your sales calls. You can reprogram yourself to believe that you are the person that makes call after call after call after call over a certain amount of time. And it's going to increase your sales because of it, right? And if you have that fear of failing, and fear is another acronym, right? Fantasized experiences appearing real because there, there's no danger when you're making a phone call to someone, right? It's all in your head. All in your head. Exactly. All yeah. in your head. So to be able to overcome that fear and not just overcome it, get to a point where it never comes up hmm. anymore. 
and you're just rocking through the phone calls and you're, you know, you go into meetings or podcasts or whatever it is you're looking to do. And you're, you're no longer nervous about it because the outcome doesn't matter to you. You, you're, you've strengthened who you are and your core beliefs about yourself to the point where it doesn't matter anymore and you're kicking butt. So, yep, I like that. Well, let's go back to something because you mentioned. Now, I am a sales guy by trade. So uh, we deal with, what are they called? Objections. I look at them more as concerns. So let's talk about, I'm sure, a common objection or concern you hear. And that is, well, Michael, this sounds great. However, I feel that what I'm suffering from is an actual addiction. So how do you help me bypass that physiological addiction versus the mental part of things in the brain? Or is it the same? Is it one and the same, I guess? That's the question, too. So addiction is complicated, right? It's a combination of repetition because you're doing something over and over and over again. You're addicted to it. So that cigarette constantly going to your mouth that you're addicted to or the drink or whatever other substance you're addicted to. It could be food. It could be fast food. It could be pornography. It could be there's so much, you know, that you could get addicted to. You could get addicted to running and riding your bike and positive things. Right. So the, the repetition part is what solidifies something in the subconscious mind. Now, the tricky thing is, is when it comes to the chemical addiction. Right. So you drink the alcohol and it releases the dopamine or whatever it releases in your brain or same with smoking a cigarette. It's releasing something in your brain that's making you feel good for a split second. It's that hit a dopamine or serotonin or whatever it is. And now you're addicted to that. Mm-hmm. So the, the idea is that you replace it. You replace the bad habit with a good habit. And then you use the subconscious reprogramming to solidify that new habit and repetition in your subconscious mind. Now, the hard part is the consistency with it. Because if you have that core belief that you smoke cigarettes, you know, you are a smoker. So I am a smoker. That's that core belief. You have to overcome it. And through the subconscious reprogramming process, you're going to be telling yourself that you only breathe clean, clear air into your lungs because it's going to benefit your body. You have to repeat that, either listen to it or say it over and over again, you know, for a minimum of 90 days until it becomes a core belief. However, it's going to be difficult because it's going to cause what's called structural tension in the brain mm-hmm. where your brain's going to say, well, no, I am a smoker. That's a lie. And it's going to reject that new programming that you're trying to become the person who, you know, only breathe clean, clear air into your into your body. So that's where the repetition comes in. And there is a quote by Joseph Goebbels, um, tell a lie often enough and the lie becomes truth. I paraphrase that, you know, and he was uh, the Nazi propaganda minister. But what he said rings true because you know, if you look at the media and you look at the government and they, they lie to people over and over again and people believe it, right? COVID, you know, they tricked us all into believing that we needed to stay in our houses when we knew like, no, we needed to be out with vitamin D, right? right? And it's been proven now that staying in our houses hurt people. It didn't help people. So you're basically lying to your subconscious until your subconscious believes a new core belief about yourself. So you have to be able to push through it. Now, I, I understand that using a Nazi propaganda quote isn't 
probably the best thing <laughs> to do, but you know, you're lying to yourself basically. And it, you know, once you understand this, being able to identify propaganda in the media is going to become a whole lot easier for you and be able to decipher what's truth and what is a lie and basically, you know, take everything with a grain of salt, you know? Yeah. So. Well, and this kind of goes to why it's so important to reframe the way we approach these different issues. Because, I mean, goodness, back my, you know, my personal story, I've told this many times here on the show. So I used to weigh 385 pounds. I was a big, big boy. And mm-hmm. I, in my mind, was the fat singer tuba player guy. Like, that's who I was <laughs> until yep. I wasn't. And you, I, I wouldn't even say it's it's you're lying to yourself to tell yourself this new thing, but more so you're you're almost coaching yourself to who you can be based on who yeah. you will be. And I'm not mm-hmm. sure your your thoughts in terms of you know the the idea of the energy, whether it's the power of prayer, collective consciousness, whatever you want to call it, but kind of this manifestation of your 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 future that you want to put in place that if you tell yourself, enough times what that reality will be that you can actually help it come to be and to come to fruition. Now, for my personal story, when I was 385 pounds, that was one of the biggest things I had to overcome was, I guess, really reframing my mind to you're not the fat 385 pounds singer, singer tuba player, but now you are the guy who lost 180 pounds. You're running a 5k every other day. You're in the best shape of your life and you feel the best that you've ever felt. If I had told myself that two years ago, I would have rightfully, I think called myself a liar, but to the point that I kept that as the vision, I kept that as the goal, and I kept telling myself I would accomplish that one day, and then all of a sudden you are on the scale and you see the numbers start to drop precipitously, it, it starts to really reaffirm that, yeah, I am on the right path. And I guess this kind of goes to the question I was going to raise up, but you kind of hinted at it, is the idea of feeling that you're lying to yourself. Do, do you ever hear that concern from folks? And what would be some recommendations you would make to help overcome that sense that you are, you're, you're leading yourself down the primrose path? Sure. So you're, you're exactly right, right? You have to put out there what you want. You have to put out your intention. And that's actually the first part of the course. The course is called reprogramming your subconscious mind for success and freedom. Now, I don't tell you what success and freedom means to you in the course. I help you figure it out for yourself. So once you've decided what success and freedom means to you, then you start, you have to put the plan in place and you have to be able to see that path in the future of, of releasing 185 pounds to become, you know, become your ideal weight. And you have to write out why it's important, you know, Mm -hmm. the meaning behind it and that emotion behind it, because people buy on emotion and then justify with logic. So then you back it up with logic. Well, what are you going to be able to do at your ideal weight? And you write all that down like, oh man, I'm going to be able to run, you know, 5k every other day or whatever it is. And I'm, you know, I'll have all this energy and, you know, you're going to start a family and you're going to be able to be there for your kids for their whole lives and your grandkids. And you're going to write all this out and then you're going to break it down into 30 day goals. And you're going to break it down into daily action steps. And those daily action steps is what you're really going to program into your subconscious mind as the type of person you're going to become through those activities. Because once you take those daily action steps every day or every other day, if you start walking every day, you're going to start moving towards that path. Yep. And now what I teach in my my course isn't 
I'm going to do this for you. I teach you how to do it. So I became a certified hypnotherapist. I went through two training programs to become a certified hypnotherapist. One took a year and was $9,000. And it was mainly filled with a lot of fluff and filler material and backstory and the, the history of hypnotherapy. And, <laughs> but very, very little on the specifics of what you have to do. Mm. And I, I've learned this with personal development. I've been through a lot of courses and training. And there's a lot of stories that really back up people's you know, processes, which are great because it solidifies, you know, the techniques and you, you need to have that to an extent. My course is mostly the golden nuggets of knowledge and the action items that you take to be able to reprogram your subconscious mind to become that person who you're looking to become. So it's not necessarily, you know, a, a, one of these programs that it'll take you, you know, 12 hours to listen to or anything like that. If you start, go from start to finish and do all the activities, it's less than two hours of your time. Wow. So well, it, it sounds like it's a good course. investment too. Um, because let's, you know, kind of address what you hinted at earlier with the, the COVID lockdowns. A lot of people, whether it was intentionally or not, found themselves in this post COVID world, not the best version of themselves, right? And mm -hmm. trying to figure out, okay, I just gained 40 pounds over lockdown. Oh, I just became a, you know, a closet alcoholic overnight because maybe my one glass of wine that I'd have at night turned into one bottle of wine, which turned into one case of wine. And you, you, I'm sure that this is ringing true to a lot of folks listening. And with that, it's, it's, I'd say it's really hard sometimes to look at the the mountain that you have created out of this molehill and to think, is there a way to remedy this? Can I actually take care of this in my own life? And it becomes almost this feeling of, you know, this insurmountable thing you can't overcome. The anxiety will start to, to you know, compound. And I guess it goes to why it is so important to, to take a step back and to really look at this in a different way, but also to, to really focus on not just doing the right things, but the consistency. And I, I'm so glad you brought that mm -hmm. up too, because the consistency is key. If you do, you know, you go to the gym one time and you have a good workout session, that doesn't mean you're going to lose 185 pounds. You had to do it every single day for two years. And, and that's what led to yeah. it, not just an overnight flip of a switch. So as we're going, I guess, towards the tail end of the episode for the main episode here, which by the way, folks, yes, we are, we're going to continue the conversation over on our Patreon. So if you want to go ahead and uh, catch the, the entirety of the episode, $1.99 a month, you'll, you'll get all full access, not just to today's episode, but also to all the awesome episodes we've had here over the past few weeks. So with that being said, I'll go towards my quick final thought, Michael, and that is, this is why, you know, I wanted to have folks like you from our Good People Network on the show, because there are so many people out there who they are facing these problems in the dark, and they think they're facing it alone. But to know that there are resources and there are people who are not just bringing solutions to the table, but are willing to help you every step of the way, so long as you're willing to help yourself, that I think is something we need to raise up more and celebrate more. So that's my final thoughts I have for the episode today. What do you have for us on your end? Yeah, so you brought up turning a molehill into a mountain. And what comes to mind is this, how do you move a mountain? And the answer to that is one stone at a time. Yes. And it's our daily activities that create our habits, whether they're good or bad. So setting the intention to replace bad habits with good habits and doing it on a consistent basis daily or every other day to where those habits become a core belief is what this 
uh, mini course is all about. And I made sure to price it really low. It's 47 bucks. You'll have access to the course forever. There's a couple bonus trainings in there, one on using psychedelics, specifically psilocybin for subconscious reprogramming, and then another one on how to create your own subconscious reprogramming audio with binaural beats and the music that you want in there as well. So we also have uh, group coaching where it's mostly an accountability group that we meet once a week and uh, basically, you know, a bunch of people who are on the same path of improving themselves. And then if you need further help, I also do one-on-one -on -one coaching as well, where we'll do a two-hour session. And at the end of that session, you'll have all your new programming ready to go with the music that you want. Um, so you can really launch your new transformation over the next 90 days. There you go, folks. There's a nice call to action if I ever heard one. And speaking of call to actions, uh, yes, as I mentioned, we are going to continue this conversation over on our Patreon where I'm going to ask Michael some questions maybe about the Libertarian Party and where we can do things better either there but also in the greater liberty movement by doing some things in a different way as well. If you want to hear Michael's response, make sure you're a supporter of our Patreon, become an audience insider, a dollar ninety nine a month over on our Patreon, like I said. And also, folks, if you want to go ahead and rock some liberty-based swag, well, you can go to briannicholshow.com forward slash shop, get your Freedom is Science shirt, get your good ideas, don't require force, snap back, just do yourself a favor, use code TBNS at checkout for 10% off, and yes, of course, a little bit goes back here to show, so we can have more folks like Michael who leave us what? Educated, enlightened, and informed. But with that being said, we are going to put a close on today's uh, first part of the episode. Again, we are continuing over on the Patreon. So, folks, I will see you over there. But if you're going to go and, uh, I guess, go off and enjoy the episode now and, and go off to your next episode, well, do me a favor. Go ahead and check out our other episode from earlier this week, Andrew Thorpe King. We talked about failure and failure rules. If you're joining us here on YouTube, that's going to pop up right about here. So make sure you click that. And if you're joining us here on Sovereign, well, hey, this is a Sovereign exclusive a behind the scenes sneak peek because you get this episode a day before anybody else does, whether it's the podcast, YouTube, or anywhere else. So congratulations, you sovereign listeners. Yes, you are in fact getting some awesome content before anyone else. But we're going to wrap things up there. So with that being said, Brian Nichols signing off here on The Brian Nichols Show for Michael Pickens. We'll see you later. Thanks for listening to The Brian Nichols Show. Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com.